Hello and welcome to urbanism.live, the podcast exploring the edges of digital, data and urbanism. I'm Adam Beck, your host, and each week I will share news and views from all edges of the digital urbanism world. You can find out more by heading to the website www.urbanism.live. But for now, let's discuss. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the preamble that we released as the first podcast episode, giving you a little bit of insight into what you're expecting or will expect over the coming months and beyond. What we're going to do today is look at the question, what is digital urbanism? Question mark. And to explore this idea, I suppose one must break down those two concepts, digital and urbanism. And I'm not going to look to school you at all on those concepts. I don't want to bore you on what urbanism is and what digital is, except to say just a few quick points so that we may get somewhere to being on the same page, possibly. And urbanism is, as we kind of know, it's a very strong hunch that many of us have. It includes both the built environment and our living systems kind of all coming together, I think. The good news is that in our next episode, we're going to have the expert join us. We're going to have Dallas Rogers from the University of Sydney, uh, who works deeply and teaches in the field of urbanism. He's going to help us out on that front. But as a planner, I have some high spatial needs. I suppose I've always been a bit of a graphic person. I like to ground myself spatially uh, on a map. I'm a bit of a block neighborhood precinct city kind of guy. You know what I mean? You know, the scales, the line of sight from the sort of the micro to the more macro. And I also am fascinated and like understanding what's in between those scales and also what's within them. Of course, I've worked at the neighborhood scale as a, as a unit of opportunity, sustainability, district system, social equity. I did that for a number of years in the US. And of course, my history in consulting had me playing on big, long, horizontal infrastructure projects like road and rail, also urban development and more into vertical infrastructure as my career went on. But that opportunity in between those pieces, those blocks, where we find the social and economic stickiness, where we as humans intersect with the built environment, the social and economic environment, you know, where prosperity and enjoyment plays itself out. Those kind of areas and parts of urbanism really excite me. And, and of course, those questions, right? You know, what do we value as humans? What matters amongst all of that? Maybe it's mobility and access to opportunity, uh, access to nature, uh, a home, uh, let's not forget in this discussion that we as urbanists, 
are shaping these places. So urbanism, of course, is a core part of what this podcast and what urbanism.live is pursuing in terms of exploration and discovery and sharing ideas and views and, of course, news. And as we continue podcast after podcast to provide supporting field notes and reviews and post-mortems on particular guidelines and frameworks and similar publications. Hopefully we'll be able to unpack it more and more. So no more on urbanism, but just quickly on digital, briefly. We know that that is about the use of information and communication technology to collect, store and use data. So tech and data as a shorthand, I think is fine. So digital tech and data, urbanism, our physical and natural social systems, uh, way of life in the places that we live and work. So let's park digital and urbanism for a moment and let's explore where they meet, the idea of those things meeting and intersecting. And I think that's, that's the exciting part. That's what urbanism.live is about, where digital and urbanism intersect. So let's just sort of close our eyes for a moment and let's imagine that we have two circles on a page. One's digital on the left and one is urbanism on the right. And each of those circles, imagine they're like a dial that you can sort of turn clockwise and anti-clockwise. And like a dial, they each have a set of markers on them. So on the left, on our digital circle or our digital dial, we have markers around the edge of that circle. They represent some key digital enablers and innovations, maybe the cloud, you know, 5G connectivity, analytics, uh, artificial intelligence, maybe some innovations like pedestrian centers, satellites, LIDAR, uh, autonomy, as in autonomous vehicles. And then on the right, our second circle, our second dial, we have marked various elements of urbanism. And let's just go for some of those macro kind of urbanism elements or components, property, maybe infrastructure, landscape, place, economic development. And these two dials, these two circles on the page slowly moving together and they meet. But where do they meet and why and how? Uh, maybe e-mobility meets and intersects with place, which is on the right-hand dial. Maybe online shopping on the left-hand digital dial meets sort of property or mobility. Now, these intersecting issues, they're not new to us e-commerce and things like that. They've been around for some time. But here's the question that I have. Who decided these things? How did they evolve? 
who decided that the smartphone was going to be the doorway into the phenomenon of urban food delivery? Did we plan for QR codes being the unlocking mechanism for electric scooters, thus becoming the gateway drug to a new world of personal mobility? And when was it that the computer was considered an appropriate means for assessing multi-million dollar development applications? At what point did we realise that community-generated social media data could tell us more about what the community is thinking and feeling without us even talking to them? At what point do these things come about as practitioners and policymakers? How much, how much was it push or pull? Did we entice these things? Did we plan for these things? You see, this intersection of where digital meets urbanism is absolutely fascinating when you pause and really think about it. It's also scary, but I find it more on the exciting end of the spectrum. It's exhausting to think about the possibilities and the opportunities and maybe how we could possibly transform city shaping. But the key question for me, how do we ensure this is done for good and to avoid harm? And I don't want to make this all about doing less bad. I want to know how we incubate and nurture the good to allow us to thrive. And as a wise ex-chief planner from the city of Seattle once told me, planning is more a political process than a technical process. It's the profession of determining who gets what. Planning sets the rules, the terms, the settings for sustainable communities and how they evolve. But is planning keeping place with digital urbanism? And for that matter, is landscape architecture doing the same? Or engineering? Or placemaking? Or property economics? Or community engagement? Or social science? I could keep going on. You get the picture. The urbanism professions, both as policymakers and practitioners, we have such an influence on the prosperity and experience and the general livability of humans in place. And I think it's here where I rest on a definition of digital urbanism, at least for now, being the practice of using digital technologies and data insights as enablers for shaping cities, infrastructure, property, landscapes, and places that people love. And with that question, what is digital urbanism? We may have partly started to answer that. But our second follow-up part two episode that comes next on what is digital urbanism, we'll go deeper with our guest, as I mentioned, Dallas Rogers. Thanks for joining this episode of the urbanism.live podcast. Remember, no more than 15 minutes. And also remember, if you're not subscribing, you can do so. Head to your favorite podcast platform, 
You can also head to the urbanism.live website at www.urbanism.live. I'm Adam Beck. Until the next Urbanism Live episode, go well. <laughs>